two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. to another episode another week of generation x gaming i'm your host 30 and still gaming joining me each and every single week is sarge mccluskey those of you that don't know what generation x gaming is the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way we're here live every single thursday night at 8 p.m eastern uh <clears throat> and that's yeah that's about it so what have you been up to sarge what have you been playing what have you been up to oh work's been busy man i've been playing much uh, little you're this, still, little that, but you're still uh, you're still playing Fallout, right? You're still playing Fallout. Uh, I Fallout's like the, I guess the bookkeeper. I guess they keep it on the bookshelf, but uh, nothing really new. I haven't had time to sit down. Like I said, I still have Monster Hunter. I haven't even cracked. You haven't even it. opened up the the, the package. <clears throat> yeah, still they've already it. they've already come out with another monster uh, that I want to jump back into and, and, and play. I haven't yep. I haven't done that. I've been playing Sea of Thieves. Playing Sea of Thieves last night. Uh, me and Duplis were playing Sea of Thieves, and we came across another sloop. We were on an island, okay. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Hey, there's a sloop on the other island over there. We have to watch out." All of a sudden, we we went on the island to try to dig up a, a, a treasure, and all of a sudden, I see them approaching us. Right? I was like, "Get back to the boat! Get back to the boat!" So we ran back to the boat. We come around. They start waving at us. I'm like, "All right, maybe maybe they're friendly. Maybe they're just enticing us to bring us in closer, and then they'll kill us." Right? So. We get on the island, and we actually had a conversation, right? So, like someone, somebody said, "Hey, hey, yeah." Hey, someone, what's had, going on? It wasn't. It wasn't shooting. Yeah, it wasn't. Bang, bang! Eat um, shit, motherfucker! It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any of that. It was literally a wave and going, "Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going?" I was like, "Good." I was like, "You peaceful?" And they're like, "Yeah, are you peaceful?" I was like, "We could be peaceful." I was like, "If you want to throw down, though, we can throw down." And they're like, "No, no, no." So they were doing. They were doing uh, the Merchant Alliance missions where they were trying to get a lot of rep. So they just get a whole bunch of cages. Right, they 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 turn in, get the cages, cancel the mission, turn that's in. A lot of, that's a lot of feeding, though. Right. So what happened was they they had like 15, 16, maybe even twenty different animals on their boat. They kept doing that. They invited us to a party, and we talked to them in the party. Me and Duplass did our own thing. They were doing their own thing, and then for about an hour and a half later, they were like, "Hey, you uh, you want to get together and get on one boat and just start sinking other people?" I was like, "Yeah, that sounds good." Right. So we joined forces with them. Okay, so me and Duplass are on their boat. Duplass got killed on the way to one of the forts, right? So he died and he couldn't spawn back on the boat. So he has he spawned back on our 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 boat, which was like across the freaking map, right? So it took him a while to catch up. But while he was away, I stayed with these guys, and we started doing a circle around two other sloops that were on the island. And we they jumped he they jumped off with barrels and sunk him in like ten seconds right and then I circled around the other one we sunk that guy in like ten seconds we circled back around to the first boat dude had fifteen chests okay fifteen on a sloop on a sloop on a sloop he had fifteen chests uh, six of them were were captains what captains was he doing chests. at a raid what was he doing oh, there? no he wasn't at a raid he was just at a regular island right he had sixteen chests on board for ca- uh or uh, six chests of captains he had six marauders chests he had like you know, a couple of seafarers and then castaways. And we were like, oh my God. So we split, we split the, the loot with these guys. It was just a really good time because at the very end, uh, we decided we were going to go attack the galleon at the fort. They were trying to get the raid done. 
and we all f joined forces. And it was just really cool experience of the game because it was two separate crews working together as one crew on a sloop, and it was a really cool moment uh, in Sea of Thieves. Now, those moments could happen more frequently, but they don't because most of the time people just murder you. And I'm on the I'm on that on that page, right? Like the other day it's we were a, playing. It's a pirate game. Yeah, there was a galleon sitting at a bay. We pulled up, perfect angle. They couldn't, had no shot at us to shoot us. We sank them. We shot about 20 cannonballs, sunk them. They were done. They tried to approach us. We just shot them in the water. The sharks got them. We moved away. They had nothing. They actually had nothing. They, so it was, but that's high risk, high reward, right? You're like, you're trying to see if they have, we killed the sloop, found 16 chests. We killed the galleon. We got absolutely nothing. But it's a good time. And uh, hopefully the developers, they were supposed to release a video. I don't know if they've released anything as of yet today. Let me check Twitter. I got to be honest. I don't give a shit about pets. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care about the pets either. I want to know more about what more content as far as – I'm not looking for, like, give me another vendor, really. But I want more content to go find more things, bring in more NPCs, like bring in the mermaids, bring in – Bringing other things well, other than the skeletons. Lot, they could do a lot of different things with riddles and finding stuff. They could, you know, they could make riddles and things for you to find out, like puzzles. Doesn't yeah, have to be on. I think they have to do more. More. Oh, here we go. Our team is resolved now. There's just issues. There was nothing. They haven't revealed <clears throat> anything yet, as far a fetch as quest, a fetch quest is still a fetch quest, though. I mean, yeah, but... you're fetching stuff. You're fetching stuff, and no matter how many times different versions of fetching something, you're still fetching something. But I, I think what they need to do is, instead of on the on the riddle page. Where they tell you exactly the very first line of the riddle page is what island you need to go to. I kind of think they need to make it more difficult, right? Like they describe the island or what part of the section of the map it's in, right? They give a key, a key description of like a, a certain picture on that island, right? So you know if you saw the two blue fish, you would have to go to Shark Bait Cove, right? Or if you saw the red crab, you would have to go to Lone Cove. I know these things because I I play the game way too long, but. But that's the that's the point, right? As you get up higher in levels, I think the things should be harder to figure out because you're becoming a legend of the sea, a legend of their game. You're 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 exploring more, you're doing more stuff. This is like you just said, it's a fetch quest, right? So in Skyrim, when you pick up a quest from someone, a white dot appears on the map and then you just go towards that white dot. In World of Warcraft, when you do a fetch quest, it's like go kill five, you know, hogs or Whatever. But at least, but at least then you still have to know where those hogs are. Well, now, they're, they're, well, yes, yeah, not anymore. But there's a dot. There's just a dot now. Right. Follow the dot. Right. Follow, Follow the, the dot, dot. Go there. Sea of Thieves does the dot system because they're giving you the map, and on the very first line, it's like, you know, crooked mass, and then it's the first line, crooked mass, blah blah blah, and then everything else is blank. You're like, oh, okay, I go to crooked mass, right? So you know where you're going, right? There's no beacon on the actual map, but you have the map and it says exactly where to go, and then you make the beacon. You go down to your map and you make the beacon. You're like, okay, this is the island. This is where we're going, okay? I think they can do something a little bit different in the game as far as making it a little bit more... I know people are like, well, so grindy. I wish the game started off where you had no compass, you had no shovel, you had none of the, the bare and essential gear that you have. You didn't have a gun. All you had was your your sword, okay? I understand why they did it, because it's a PvP game, and they want everyone to be fair across the board, which is fine. Let's just say you still have your weapons. They still should have taken away the compass, the lantern, uh, the, the bucket, the music, whatever. So 
the very first missions you have to do is Merchant of Lions because one, you don't need you don't need anything to dig up anything, right? You're you're finding the animals. They're giving you the cages, right? So that would be your first missions to do. It would be like a tutorial system. So you're you're doing the missions. You're doing the the Merchant Alliance mission where you're grabbing the stuff and learning, okay, I'm doing these missions, I'm retrieving the pigs or the chickens or the snakes or whatever. Okay. And then from there, you go back to the you go back to your destination, you turn in your stuff, okay? Now you have money. Now you make the choice of, all right, well, I want to do the gold hoarder missions, and to do gold hoarder missions, I need a shovel and I need a compass, right? And then you would go to the gold hoarder shovel, uh, gold hoarder. Yeah, but you're not really. But it, but let's be honest, that's that part of the game is not going to be that long to get enough gold to no. get a compass. Correct. But, Correct. <clears throat> so but, what? They just bypass it. It's just non. It's nonsensical. But they, they just give you the stuff and move on. Yeah, but they bypass it, and I think it does it injustice because a lot of people still don't know how to use a sword, right? They still don't understand that they could do certain things with the gear that they have because there was no tutorial. Right, so they just jump in and they jumped in right into PvP, or they jumped into something else and they never but that's did. That's their choice. No, I know, I get that. But that's but, their choice. But if they if they just let you buy and purchase the stuff uh, on your own, I think you would have adapted to the game a little bit more. People people start to bitch because they're not spoon fed whatever it is that they think that they need to have. It's 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 about learning the game that was created. If they don't give you an instruction manual and they don't tell you how the weapons work and they don't tell you this. That's for you to learn. Right. How does this gun work? What's the range of this gun? Well, that's the spread on the blunderbuss. Like, it doesn't, they, don't, they don't give you the, the statistical data, and you just want to run amok and just, I, I own the game. I, I right. know everything. It's how far does the gun, is, how, how good is that pistol accuracy? Is it good for both far ranges, or does it drop off? Right? How do I kill these skeletons? How come this skeleton doesn't die when I hit him with the sword? Oh, maybe I have to throw water on this guy? Oh, how do I know that? I have to learn that. I have to right. figure that out. I shine a light in this guy's face, make him weaker because he's a harder skeleton or whatever. Yeah, it's a learning process, right? I don't like the fact that everybody wants everything given to them immediately. Yeah. Immediately, always, immediately. And then it's too grindy because they're impatient. It's It, it doesn't have enough content because you were given all the answers, right? It, it's about the journey, not the finish line. Well, that's right? why I feel if like they you, should give you less stuff. Yeah, but that's it, it's just small stuff. It's small stuff. Content can be anything, right? A riddle, a puzzle. Correct. Like, wh what happens? What happens if I if I if I find pieces of, of chests and stuff on an island that pieces together a map of a place I need to go? That like, would be cool. That's right. That's right. pirate stuff. Like right? you find one piece of a map on one island, right? Right. Like a piece of a map. You have no right. idea where it is. Right. Right. And maybe the island doesn't even show up until you find all the pieces. Right. Right? You may, maybe you're flying past this island all the time, you know, and it's not it doesn't show up on the map because you haven't have the ability to unlock it yet. I I think every time you go into an instance, right, you would start learning you would start learning the map and you know exactly where everything is. Like if I when I go into Sea of Thieves, if I start out of Golden Sands Outpost, I know what vicinity all the islands are around me because I keep playing it, right? I think it would be very cool every time you start the game, your map, okay? is kind of like the fog of war type thing where that that island doesn't appear for your ship until you go that way and explore it right so like you'll see the outskirts of the island but if you want to know what's on that island like the actual curvature of the island you have to step on that island and survey it basically right yeah and like unlocking an island 
Correct. Like for, like, for your first time on each island, you have no idea what the island looks like yes, at all. Yeah. And you have to walk around it to open it up. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so basically what would happen, the islands are mixed up. Yeah, they could do something like that where the, every time you start the, the, the match, during Alpha, they did change the islands and move them. Like see, um, Thieves Haven moved around. It used to be Thieves Haven used to be the farthest to the to the west, right, southwest, and they moved it, and now the Devil Ridge is there, right. So they did add more more stuff. I just think the very first time you get into the game, right, they they could do something in the game where if the, people are complaining about PvP, right, which is stupid to complain about, but here here get me. If you if you start the game off and you only could do Merchant Alliance and you didn't have swords and you didn't have guns, the first couple of hours, okay, until you turn in your first stuff, you wouldn't have weapons, right? And this would make a difference, right? So let's say you're playing the game, Sarge, and you're like, first thing I have to do, it's sort of like a tutorial, you do the Merchant Alliance, you get enough money, and you're like, first thing I'm buying is my blunderbuss or a pistol. Right, that's the first thing I'm doing. So but I can I then I start with a sword, right? I start with a sword. Though. You start with a sword, right? You start okay. with a sword. Right, so you you get the gun, and you're like, I'm gonna get the gun because I want to be a person that invades other people's ships, and that's what I want to do now. Right, I just got enough base of what I I need to get, get the gold, buy what I want to get. Now I have the the weapons. Now I have dominance over somebody else, maybe or maybe not. You don't know until you show up and see that person if they have a gun or if they don't have a gun. Now, if you come across me and I don't have a weapon, I just have the sword. Okay, I don't have a gun. You shoot me, you're like, damn it, he had a gun. I don't have a gun. So now it changes my mentality and go, you know what? First thing I'm spending my gold on is that gun, right? If you don't have to, if you're a person that's out there and just sail in the seas and you never come across anybody, you'll never buy a gun right away, right? You'll just keep buying other things that you need, other supplies. Yeah, but I still think I still think that that's a, min a minute little addition to the overall scope of the game. Right, that's not going to add any significant content to the game. Looking for weapons in the beginning of the game, they just start you with it because this is how it is. It has to be fair. We're, we're pirates. We're pirates. You right. got your guns, and they have to be you fair. Buy the blunderbuss. They give you a starter weapon, and we're moving on. It's the other stuff. Like as I, like I said before, I agree with the fact that the, the for what the game is compared to what other games are for the price point, it's a little overpriced for what it is. But then again, I don't like the fact that games are released unfinished. And even though they say this game is not unfinished, they're talking about adding things to make the game better than what it is, which means it wasn't a complete game to begin with. It's well, not no. an, an addition to. No, okay, so here's where I'll, I'll defend it a little bit here, right? And I agree with you that they didn't put out the whole game from the start, right? And do I believe it's $60 right now? For me personally, it's fine. It's a fine price tag for me. If you don't want to pay the 60 you can pay the $10 uh, for, for the game pass. What I do see, though is what would you rather do, Sarge? And I'm going to put it into perspective here. Would you rather pay $20 now for this game, and then every time they came out with a major update, every three months, like they said, you pay an additional $20 for DLC to add on to it, right? Or would you rather pay the $60 one-time fee because they built this game to be an online service game, okay? They built this game, which we can't describe yet because Destiny tried to do it, and they still haven't done it yet. Division kind of did it right where they're constantly bringing out content over the over the time Star Wars is doing it now, right? They're bringing out free content all the time We look back a year from now the $60 price tag if you have Let's say five different NPC races in the game like skeletons mermaids. I don't know fish people other than mermaids Maybe there's ghost characters 
whatever they put in the game, right? Then there's the Kraken. Maybe they'll put a Megalodon in. Maybe the Loch Ness Monster comes in. Whatever. Whatever whatever lore there is in, in, in Pirate World. And they add all this stuff, and it's free. All of it's free, okay? Pets are coming in. It's free. Now, to buy a pet, you have to pay real money, okay? Or you can use in-game currency, which is the gold, okay? Now, we don't know any about anything about this yet because it hasn't been implemented in the game. I kind of like what they're doing because they're leaving the content out of the game right now. Maybe it's not done. Maybe it is. But they're leaving it out right now because the content that you have, they want you to be the golden age of pirates. That's what this realm is right now. It's the golden age of piracy. They want you to become pirate legend. That's what they want you to focus on. That's the story, right? That's the that's the bullet point of the story of what you're supposed to do in the game. What's the point of the game? You're supposed to be a pirate and you're supposed to become pirate legend, right? Once you become pirate legend, there's Atheon or Atheons. See, I'm still thinking about <laughs> I'm still thinking about Destiny. Uh, I forget yeah, what the, yeah. the uh, what's her name. Um, someone help me. Someone in chat help me. My brain's completely gone. It's a, a, uh, Athena's Athena's fortune. Okay, that's what you go for after you become pirate legend. Now, three months from now, they're like, okay, let's implement two new vendors. So now there's five vendors in the realm. Okay. These are all the rep that you need to get. If you if you rep up these guys now to 50, you become a different type of legend, and you start adding stuff to the thing. So now when someone gets it six months from now, when someone gets it 10 months from now, and they get the game for 60 bucks or on sale for 40 bucks or on Game Pass for still 10 bucks a month, there's a lot more content in the game, and they're constantly updating the stuff. They said at GDC, at the developers uh, game developer conference, uh, Rare said that they can implement stuff because of the engine, right? And this is how smart Rare is. Right where other people didn't think ahead about this, Rare said we're using the Unreal. We're using the Unreal stuff. You can see what Epic's doing with the Unreal engine. They implement stuff all the time, constantly, every week. They just keep updating stuff. Right? Bungie can't do that. Bungie's like, well, we gotta shut things down. We gotta close. We can't do it. Our, our engine is too hard to work with. Rare has already stated we can implement stuff and have events. Like today, they just throw something in the game and they're like, I, it's I, here for I the weekend. Get it. I get it, but it's it's you you have to pick a side when you're making your game. Is it is it going to be an ongoing process, constantly games of service BS, or do I get a complete fucking game? Okay, I can't stand this the game on is the not, fence. Okay, this game I is can't stand on the fence. This is an on service li online service okay. game. This I is not because you can't play this game offline, right? This is an online service. You have to have internet to play Sea of Thieves. So this is a new. Every every week, because they said the only reason they're not updating every week right now is they're trying to fix their game for the little bugs and, and, and knickknacks that they have problems with. Okay, they've already said it. they're very open with it. They said this is the reason that we're not updating the stuff right now. In their head, they're like, okay, we're gonna launch the game, then we'll give this event, and then we'll put this out, and then we'll do this. But then their game went belly up because they're like, whoa, we have an abundance of people playing this game more than we thought, more than we thought that would have interest in the game. Right, because they made it for a certain type of people. They didn't make it broad for everybody. So now they have to fix what they have. The foundation of this game is fantastic. The foundation of this game is a very good game. Right? Hell of a lot better than most games. Uh, and yes, is this game not complete? Probably not. Okay, but is it entertaining and can you do stuff in the game? Yes. There's games that I've, I've paid full price for that are broke. Like, literally broke. And this game is not broke. Right? And it's not incomplete. Like, their goal, they said, was the Pirate Legend. And to get the Pirate Legend, you have to hit 50-50-50. Yes, I'm doing the same things over and over and over. But 
we've talked about this on past broadcasts. If I play Euro Truck Simulator, okay, I'm taking a shipping container and I'm moving it from point A to point B across Europe. But it's, al- but right? it's always a fetch quest. It's Right, it people, always is. People, people are looking for a certain hook in any game to make them continue to play it and to repeat play it, okay? It's just the way it is. It's, like, it's a psychological hook that you need to have in order for a reason to play. Destiny's reason was that there are specific guns and inside the classes of those specific guns are specific perks. Right. And finding the best perk allotment for that particular gun makes that gun the god roll. Okay? And that's not counting exotics. That's just the god roll gun, right? So right. now, if I'm a scout gun player, I'm looking for the best scout gun. Right. You play how you want to play. That's my play you... style. That's <clears throat> right. my play style. Right. Okay? But with CFDs, because you have a very limited weapon base, the, the, the hook is not there for everybody. Correct. Okay? Right. Because I can't get the plus hook, two the on my. The hook for Sea of Thieves right. is, is I like to be a pirate. I like to sail. I like to, I like to explore things. And then that's the basic level. And then the level beneath that is I have to actually learn tactics on how to play this game right. the way you're supposed to play it. Right. So when you begin to start crying about people are griefing me or you start to cry about I can't get any chests because people keep hunting me. Right. So the actual game itself is made by the players, not by the actual game. Like right. you don't have skeleton ships floating around attacking. Which you would randomly, be awesome. Right. Right. Which would be I would think that would be standard, but it's not. Right. You have to worry about other assholes coming for you. Right. OK. And so it's up to the community to decide whether or not you, you want to fuck with each other, right? What's the range on the what's the range on the talking? If I see someone barreling at me like head on, right? Okay, he's got no lights on, okay? As far as I can tell, I'm not retarded. That's aggressive. Right. Okay? Right, right. He's not he's not flashing a light trying to like wave me down. It's head on, lights out, like and the minute he turns angle, he opens fire and then right. you hear some guy go, "Hey, what's going on?" like no, that's right, that's a, right. that's miscommunication, right? So I treat everybody hostile, unless you show that you have, unless you show that you really want to be friendly, you're hostile automatically, right? Okay? Right. And if you want to be in a sloop, right? You want to play by yourself. That's called difficulty level. Instead right. of you flicking a switch, I hard hard level, easy level. Yep. If it's you by yourself, <clears throat> right? And you're on, and you're in it's a hard. sloop, hard, right? That's hard, right? Okay, right. That's hard. So which means you have to park your boat behind islands. Don't don't park so obvious they can see your sail. You have to run with lights out. Right? Your best bet when you're doing like forts and stuff is to park your sailboat next to the fucking cannon tower. fort. Yeah, yeah, tower. So, yep. so it looks like it looks like the cannon fort, and they can't tell the difference between your sails and those those little fortresses, mm-hmm. right? You have to be smart. You have to actually learn. Learn. You know what that right. is? Remember what that is? Learning a game. Yeah, learning a game. Okay? So the skill gap. Is you see? I, listen, I saw the skill gap right away. I could tell the guy had, had a PC when we were playing those guys. He was jumping around like a maniac, spinning around oh, all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. You can tell when it's a PC player as opposed to a, a, a you know, as a platformer. As a console, right? yeah. And then like, then they do it on purpose. Do they color their ship? No, they don't color their ship because no. they want everyone to right. make it look like you're a noob, right? right. You don't want to so, color your ship. But if, but if you don't want to be fucked with, right? You put right. everything on your ship, which means that you spent a lot of time in this well, game. Well, there's, there's some so people. So if you see if you see the sails and the and the and the mast in the front, the little decorative mast, and the color of the ship changes, you're like, well, this guy had to play for at least 
40 100, hours. Right, right, 100 hours. Right, at least 200, 40, yeah, right, 50 right. hours to get the money to get all that together. Do I really want to fuck with him? Right. There, there's the, there's, the, there's right? the option. That's right? the, what it is. Right. So as soon as you see the guy with the, the flushed out sails and the boat, you're like, well, I want to get him because he probably has a lot of gold on his on his ship because he knows what he's doing, right? Because he's already spent a lot of money decorating his ship. And then there's the people that are like, no, nah, I don't want to mess with him because he probably knows what he's doing. Then there's the right. people. There's the people that don't look. They look like they're homeless, right? And they're like, right. they're like, leave me alone. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a noob. I got my lights on. I don't know what I'm doing. I got nothing. I got nothing. You guys don't need it. Meanwhile, the guy has like a shit ton of stuff on his sloop, right? Right. It's called it's called playing possum. Like it depends right. on how you right. want to play the game. But it all depends on who's in the, not in the server. Handholding, right. Because the game is not handholding, a lot of people are upset, right? We've we we have a lot of people growing up. Where if they're not told exactly what to do, right, holding hands, yeah, holding yep. their hand from the fucking beginning of their fucking life, that they just say that they decide the game is bad, doesn't work, whatever else, that's fine. Right, go play right. something. Go else. play something else. Right, go play something else. Right, like and, and, I don't and by sit the way, there. And by the way, good luck after college. I I don't understand. Like if I look, I don't like Monopoly. Right, I hate Monopoly. Okay, you don't see me going to Monopoly, people's games going. You still play Monopoly? Fucking game sucks. It's like, well, then why are you here playing Monopoly, right? Like, just don't play Monopoly. Go play a different game, right? That's the, the same exact thing. If you don't like something, why? This tea is disgusting. I can't take this. This tea is just absolutely disgusting. And you just keep drinking the tea, right? There's something There's something wrong. There's something wrong with you. R right. Like, you like punishment or something. I don't know what it is, right? There's something wrong with you. This game, this game is a lot of fun, though. We... I just like sometimes you're on on the server and nothing happens. Like we found nobody for four hours. But, okay, and then but other times there's six galleons coming after me and just chasing me around. I get nothing done, right? But I love that. I love yeah, but, the fact that I can. But isn't the peaks and the valleys a normal part of a game also? Isn't it yeah, supposed to be yeah. that there's intense moments and then there's relaxing moments where you guys can just hang out and talk and do whatever? Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> so it's more of a social space than it is just a straight game. Right. right, and because of the fact that it is a social space, if you don't have friends who play the same games as you, yes, the game's gonna suck. Yes, the game's not fun for you, right? Because you can't you can't run around by yourself, put a giant cannon hat on, and be like, I'm the I'm gonna be the Uber dude of this server. Right, right, right. right. Everyone's on the same level, right? And I think that's the other reason. I think the other reason is. Because people are not given an actual item or something that makes them better than somebody else, the actual skill gap is not a reward enough for some people. Right. Because right. I've played the game long enough that makes I'm better at this game than you is not a reward is, is not a good enough award for me to feel good about playing the game. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the forums right now for Sea of Thieves. I'm gonna read you just the titles of the forums, okay? These are these are category topics that everyone that everyone's saying. Okay, um, <clears throat> give us XP for finishing a voyage. Okay, um, please 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 make separate servers for PvP. Okay, too many aggressive PvP mentality players. Uh, do away with cross compatibility because they think PC players are more dominant than Xbox players. Because every time I kill someone and I kill them fast, they're like, "Where to go, PC player?" And I'm like, "I'm not even on it." I'm not even on a fucking PC, man. I'm on an Xbox. So you yeah, but it's it's any reason. You have to make up any reason why you lost. Okay? It can't just be I got killed. Right? If 
how, do, do you play this? If was it the same way? If we played PC a version of like a platform shooter, it would be the same way. Any reason to pl put blame on somebody else except for your your inability to play the game? Look, when you're when I'm when I'm playing by myself, I actually love playing by myself, right? Because I find it challenging, and I like that challenge. Where if I if I have ten, if I have five pieces of treasure on my boat, I'm like this. I'm constantly looking your head's over on my a shoulder, swivel. right? Your head's constantly on a looking, and I'm I'm always paranoid. If I see a ship and it's like a dot in the distance, like they're coming after me, I gotta go drop this stuff off. That's my mentality. I'm like they're coming after me. I'm dropping it off. Some people's mentality is I have stuff on my boat. They're not gonna touch me, right? And then they get killed. They're like, why did you do that? Why did you kill me? It's like they want your gold. They want what you're doing. They're gonna take your time. Here's the difference. They might have just got on the server and spent 10 minutes on the server. They see a boat kill you, and you might have 16 things, and they went, great. That's four hours just of – Just save four hours. Just save four hours of time, right? Meanwhile, you, you, you do the stuff, and you're like, oh, well, I've been doing this for four hours. I'm going to see how long I can go. Maybe I can go six without being, being stopped. I have so much stuff. No one can stop me. And then they get sunk, and they're like, well, that was a fucking waste of time. This game's a piece of shit, right? That's stupid. Now I had four – Four, four times, four hours of wasting my time. And I look at them and go, well, not really, because now you've learned a lesson, right? Don't have that much shit on your boat. Keep your head on a swivel. And if a boat comes at you, you better start moving because they're not going to say hi, right? They're going to come after you. And I, I like it. I love, I love the whole thing. I've been, I've been messed with, okay? I love messing with people. I did parlay with someone. Again, me and Duplers are playing. This guy attacked us, right? We were nowhere near him. He came across the board. Okay, this guy's attacking us, shot us, bombed their boat, killed both guys. They killed me at the same time. It was a, it was a transfer. I'm in the the realm with them, and they're like, "Fuck you, fuck you." This is all they kept saying to us, right? I was like, I was like, uh huh, okay. I was like, you started it. I'm gonna finish it, right? So they got back, okay. They got back in. They started attacking us again. So I killed them again, right? The other guy killed me. We're in the thing. It happened like three, four times. I killed him four times. He killed me three. He goes, why are you trying to sink my boat, man? I was like, you started this. I was like, do you want to parlay? He's like, um, yeah, let's do that. I'm like, okay, great. Parlay. You go on your way, I'll go on mine. Right? So he got back in the game. He got back on his boat. He went off on his merry way. Now he went to this outpost. Me and Duplass, it was like 45 minutes later, we went, we went over to this outpost. We parked, and he come running at us because we were carrying, we were carrying stuff to turn in. He goes, give me your shit. And I went, Oh, I go. You want to throw down? I thought I thought we had parlay. He's like, Oh, it's you. Yeah. Like, did you not? Did you not read the name? So it was funny. He goes. He goes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I promise parlay. So I'll do parlay. And I went. That's cool. And we turned in our shit. But that moment right there, we made that whole adventure up, right? I said, Do you want to do parlay? Right? We're playing a fucking game. I'm a guy in my house asking another guy to to do pirate code, and he's like, Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Right? He was he was very very like ready to jump my balls, right? He was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. That's all he kept saying to me. And I was like, all right, buddy. I was like, you started it. I'm going to I'm gonna come after you. And we just kept we kept doing it over and over. And I was like, I got all day. I was like, I literally will spend my whole time sinking your ass over and over again because I get the joy of sinking boats, right? Right. That, that's 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 my whole point. So there should be there should be like a little thing on the side you of your boat. Scratch your boat. Boats, yeah, boats that would be cool. How many boats you sunk? <laughs> that'd be, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. I think they could do a little bit of a uh, little bit of play stuff like that, right? Like yeah, but but once again, you see, you're making up your own game. Yes, yes. The conversations, the things that led up to that—that's not scripted. It's not whatever. It just happens to be what the social 
experience was at that time right. with that person. Yeah. But, so, but but not everybody not everybody likes it. So not everybody likes that here, if not, it's not handled. Here's what they could add to the game, right? They could add some PvP elements. They should add a vendor that's a PvP, like he's part of some faction, right? There actually should be two factions for for combat, okay? There could be like the naval side, the navy side, and like the the buccaneer type like pirate side. And you can go up to the vendor and it, it's not like turn in fetch quests. It's you accept certain ransoms or whatever they do, right? So, for instance, it'd be go kill 10 pirates. Doesn't matter. Everyone on the sea is a pirate. You have to go kill right. 10 people, right? Right. When you come back, you turn it in, you get rep with them, okay? It, it could be over the, the session that you're in or, or the time. The Navy side could be like stop, uh, stop a vessel from attacking another vessel, right? So if a boat's attacking another boat— you step in and start shooting at that boat, and they divert their attention to you. That boat escapes. You get credit for that, right? And then you go you go back to the, the port, and you turn that mission in. I think they could start doing stuff like this in the game where – because PvP right now technically has no reason to do it except for I want your gold. I'm going to go turn it in, right? That's that's the whole reason for everything. No, 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 no. no. I'm, kick, I'm kicking your ass because yeah. I want your gold. But what I'm saying is there could be more to it. Like it's just another faction, so while you're out doing stuff, okay – like there should even be a faction instead of turning into the gold hoarders, right? The pirate, the pirate faction be like, well, if you turn in this, if you turn in this many chests to us, we'll give you something. So it's like, well, do do I want to get my rep up with the faction over here, or do I want this unknown treasure that I'm going to pay for with gold? I'm going to give them treasure or skulls, and they're going to give me something. Is it worth it? Right? They they could be totally something like that where you now. Your adventure is happening, and you're coming with with yourself going, what should I turn in, right? Because then your crew that you're with is like, well, I want to turn it in to this guy over here. And you're like, well, no, I want to turn it into this. And now it's like majority rules, right? Whoever picks up that chest first to go turn it into something. Do you know what yeah, I mean? But, there, but there's but there's all there's all kinds of ways to go about it. There, I've, I've played enough pirate games over the years to know what other things are involved in in that time period. I personally <clears> – <throat> Would be like if you were going to if you're deciding about factions if you were a person that didn't attack other boats and you're doing missions based on trying to find like animals and whatever else that if you that you have pirate boats like skeleton pirate boats that wander around yeah the and, P if, NPCs. And, if and if you're and if you're allegiance to a certain thing they start looking for you right they attack right? you now right. I can I can I, after after leveling up my my reputation in a pirate thing even though we're pirates. You're saying straight out, I'm a pirate. I'm after other people's ships. I don't give a shit, right? That gives you the ability to put the giant pirate sails on, right. the giant pirate flag. Now, when you have, when you start flying the pirate flag, so the navy comes have, after you. Right. Then you have an NPC boat that looks like a normal boat that hunts right. you down, right? right? Stuff just to keep you busy, <clears throat> right? And it, it can be random. It doesn't have to be automatic, grindy bullshit. But like, you're flying around. And, and you're like, oh, I see a boat. I see a boat over there. And you're like, okay, well, now we have to figure out: is it is it a human or is it the NPC right. boat? Once you're in that and, section, yeah. So then yeah. we're like, so then we're like looking at the boat. We're seeing how it's moving around. Then when it gets close enough, you should be able to see a flag. And if you see a pirate flag, you're like, oh shit! Now this is either a NPC pirate boat who right. I know is coming after us, right, right, or it's a human who's acting as a pirate, right, who's running amok, right. and you don't know yet. You don't know until they come into yeah, range. I, I think they could add right? stuff like that. Yeah. There's plenty of things to do, plenty of things to do. 
right? Besides a skeleton fortress, you can have like a small town that you have to raid, right? That'd be Maybe cool. Steal, like, like a little village spawns. And try to, to find, yes, go to the village, try to find certain items in right. the village. Just like, just like you, 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 you attack the fortress and you hoard all the chests. There's like a little village, and then you maybe like you burn it down or something, and then it disappears off the island, and that's like your little mission. That would be cool, right? You know, there, there's plenty of things to do. The aggravation with a lot of people is the game's incomplete because as a whole, okay, it doesn't fit into a box that most people can agree with. Right, right. right. You respect it because you know what it is. You like the challenge of it. You like the skill gap because that's what interests you. Right. The problem with the game companies now is they want the biggest pool possible now. They don't give a shit about their hardcore fans anymore. Well, hold it's on. about how many people we can get to buy the game. So and a, so now it waters down hold the on. people who actually like the game. This is a great topic change right here. We're going to change change topics to what's happening right now with BR, right? So oh, Jesus Christ. What isn't happening with BR? So, so with BR, it's Battle Royale, not VR, okay? I just want to make it clear that I'm talking about Battle Royale, not virtual reality, okay? What's happening right now in the landscape, like you just said, right? They're looking for that big piece of pie. Uh, there's a thing going around about Fortnite. Everyone's like, they're adding so much stuff in, in Fortnite that it's ruining, get this now, the core player base of what Fortnite is. And I laugh at this because Fortnite VR is not even the core game of Fortnite, right? It was a afterthought to the actual Fortnite. Multiplayer tower defense. <clears throat> right, okay. Excuse me. So people are like, well, they're changing it so much that the hardcore people, the core base of the BR community, is getting upset because the game's changing and they don't like it. And I just sit there, I'm like, well... Stand in line first, guys, because I'm part of the Fortnite PvE community, okay, which is the core base of Fortnite, okay, the 250,000 people that played it, okay, not the 3 billion people or whatever is playing it now. That's the core, okay, and they've changed the game so much, they added a whole fucking game mode, and now they've taken everyone, and I'm talking everyone, off of their other games. They literally scrapped games, future projects, past projects that were up and running, stopped them all to work on BR. And they have small teams that they're doing to add certain things. Now, I think the BR is great what they're doing. I like that they're adding all this vending machines, guided rocket missiles. They brought it in. They took it out. They changed the 50 versus 50. The last time 50 versus 50 was in, everyone jumped out of the same bus. Now there's two separate buses, two separate teams. They drop in. The, 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 you know where the end period's going to be, like the end spot's going to be. They give you a 10-minute spawn point of like gathering all the resources and guns you need. And then there's a giant battle in the middle of the map with 50 versus 50, right? That's cool. They changed it. I like the stuff like that. People are in an uproar now because BR is changing, and it's the BR people that were playing on September 24th, the the beginners, right, that are now the core, are complaining that they're changing it too much. And I'm like laughing to myself. Well, you, you can't, you can't, you can't complain about that. They're literally not doing anything to the PVE. This last patch, they added something new finally to the PVE. I haven't played it yet, so I really can't talk much about it. They they always add different guns and different heroes that you can get. But that's not adding content. I want a new area that I can go to and play. I want to progress the story. This game is still in early access, okay? Still in early access. The game's not even out yet. 
yet they're changing it so much they've abandoned one part of their game because they're making a shit ton of money in the other. Yeah, but, but this is but this is a prime example of having the strike when the iron is hot. Right. Okay. Game design, people's hype trains, the way people play a game, the hype around the game and communities, okay, is exponentially quicker now because of Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, and the internet in general. Okay. Let's just say, for instance, Battle Royale happened to be a game that was released a couple years ago. It probably would stay around for like a good five, maybe six years, and people, different people would be coming out with different Battle Royale games, right? But because of the speed of which these things come out and how repetitive it is and how, how many different versions of this game can you play before you're burnt out and you're moving on to the next genre of game, right? Okay? If they don't do this now, okay, I don't think BR... As a, as a game platform, is going to be around that long. It's going to be hard and fast, maybe like two or three years of this, and then it's going to start to wane, like the Telltale series <coughs> do did. You th do you think so? Yes. I think yes. I think they've they've created – well, they haven't created because Minecraft did it with the Hunger – Hunger Games did it, right? Hunger Games did it and Battle Royale did it. But gamers, I think – Gamers' attention spans are not that long. They get burnt out. I think BR games are the fighting games of this generation, right? It's like the Mortal Kombat's, the Street Fighters, the all those games. That when that when that first appeared in in the late '80s, early '90s, the fighting games were like the in thing, right? Then where did they go? Early 2000s, fighting games were there. There were Smash Brothers and stuff like that, but the and, and Mortal Kombat, but. There wasn't. There's a, there's a shit ton. No, I know that, but there was, there was a, a time period when a, when a fighting game came out, and then the shit ton followed, right? Like Soul Calibur and Tekken, Tekken right? All of them, Fighter, right? They all came out, right? And I think that's what's happening right now with the BR. The BR is the new fighting game where once the hoopla is done, the genre will still be here. It's a new. It's a new category, right? It's the battle royale category of games now, right? So there's RPG, there's single player, there's fighting games, there's sports games. Now there's MOBA, right? And now there's BR, and everyone's coming out with BR. Everyone, name a game. It's got a BR mode coming out, right? It's got some version of BR, or people are looking at it right now, going, "What can we do? What can we do? Oh, what do we got? My Little Pony? Let's do My Little Pony BR." Right, where you're all on ponies and you're all you're all taking people out with Ken's arms, right? I mean, that, whatever. I just I just mixed two genres. I know I mixed My Little Pony with Barbie. Okay, well, I, I, I get it. Said brony, brony. Yeah, My Little Brony. All right. So, which is patent pending. So basically, this genre is here to stay. I don't think we're going to ever lose BR. I think this is like the new zombie phase. Right, where zombies come out all the time. Yeah, but zombies hasn't gone away forever. No, zombies has been around for a decade. It. Yeah, yeah, it's always it'll always be here. But zombie games come and go. Right, there's a high point of zombie games and there's a low point. It's like 3D. It's like VR. It's high points, low low points. Right. So right now we're in the high point of BR. You got Paladins. You got Fortnite. You got oh, PUBG. Stop. You got um, uh, what's it called a new game Radical Heights. Okay, I don't know much about Radical Heights. The stuff I saw, okay, the stuff I saw about Radical Heights, let me actually bring it up. Let me bring it up. Um, I think my buddy, I don't think he'll mind. I'll ask permission. Uh, 
I guess after the fact. He's usually in here, but he's not here now. Uh, Dan Before Time, I think he did a review on it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do his, his uh, footage. Let me bring it up real fast. Dan Before Time. Where, where is he? There it is. He did a video. <clears throat> we'll play a little bit, and I'll put a link. I'll put a link of it in the chat. This is the link to my good friend, Dan Before Time. If you want to check out his video, follow him if you can. Give him a give him a give him a sub, a follow. This will play in the background as we. I won't I won't have the audio on, but it'll play in the background as we we talk about it. Radical Heights is it's a little off center. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> is a new BR game from the same makers from. Um, what the hell is that? The one at Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers. Okay, Lawbreakers was supposed to be the new, the new Overwatch. It was supposed to be the new Doom. It was a high pace, high action, high action, you know, first person shooter game. Okay, it bombed. Lawbreakers was out before it even was in. Okay, it completely bombed. So here comes Cliffy B. Okay, and. They're his new studio, and here they are, right? They make this game in, I want to say, what, three months? Four months? Don't know that for a fact, but look at it. I mean, look at it. It looks like a game that's only been out working in, in process for about three to four months, okay? So they come along with this game, and now think about the, the, whole, the whole thing here, right? Epic Games, Cliffy B worked for Epic Games, and he was the, the maker of Gears of War. Right? That's how he drives a Lamborghini and stuff because Gears of War was very successful back in the early 2000s. Right? Uh, he leaves Epic Games to start the game company to do Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers bombs terribly. He says Lawbreakers is done and he makes radical heights here because Fortnite took off, which is his old, his old stomping grounds, Epic Games. Okay? And now he creates this. Now look at it. It looks very rough, very non-polished. You can't tell the difference if it's uh, Second Life or whatever else, right? There's no really good hard textures. Everything's very basic, simple. It's a free-to-play game, okay? It's a free-to-play game, and it reminds me a lot of Smash TV. Now, Smash TV, if you guys don't know, is an old game uh, where you use the, the analog stick or the D-pad and stuff quarter, to shoot. Quarter Horde. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was a video arcade game and then they made it to the end uh, the uh that was, that was one of the best games on the super nintendo when yeah we played on super it. nintendo smash tv and you would have a game show where like more prizes more money i love it right and then like you went in killed a, a horde a bunch of people got a bunch of money and then won prizes right that's what this is so you're in the game and when you shoot somebody you get money okay you get that money and you can take that money and you can purchase things from the vending machines in the game you can Put money in your bank. You can find unlockable like shirts or whatever else. Uh, there's also there you go. You got the armor that he's putting on. He can take a picture, prize, instant camera, which is more money for you. So when you die, it says, "Okay, this is how much money you've gotten." This is, but this what this really is is Running Man is what this is. I think, actually, that's a better one than Smash TV. Running Man. This is Running Man. Yeah. Is what this is. So it's it's BR Running Man. And I, I think it's got a good concept. Now, it doesn't look as polished as Fortnite or PUBG, but I still think it has its place. I think a lot of people like this. There's some people that are already in an uproar. They're like, well, you can't have this. This is the, Fortnite's the best BR game. I'm like, uh, first of all, 
in November, December, most of you people didn't even like Fortnite because you said it looked like a kid's game. Okay. Or was that a preschool? Preschool game? PUBG is the best. Right? And then here you are. Same people that said PUBG is the best are now playing Fortnite. And Fortnite's like in the millions. Right? 20 million or some shit people are like downloading in the, in the mobile device. Go ahead. You want to say something? It, it's Listen, it's <clears throat> different categories in a game make it or break it okay not every game looks fucking fantastic not every game has a good has a good playability it's the balance of like the three or three categories that makes the game good or not the playability the controls the graphics you know the it's everything matters right so <coughs> the graphics might not be that good but the gameplay is better nobody it, complained it, it, about it minecraft depends. nobody complained about minecraft when they were playing battle royale in minecraft nobody was it's minecraft right but what what does the graphics have to do with the gameplay of the game? Nothing. I'm just saying it's it's a factor. People weigh out games differently. I have played games that look like shit, but I enjoyed them because the playability of the game was a better hook for me than the graphics. The two top selling games of all time, of all time in the, in the world, are two shitty graphic games, Tetris and Minecraft. Okay, the third place spot is Grand Theft Auto, which is phenomenal looking. Okay. It has no – look, there's so many games out there. Terraria, right? Not Terraria. Is that what it is? Terraria. Terraria. Thank you. It's uh, a side-scroller side like 8-bit Minecraft, right? It's a, it's a cool game. It's a really good game. People love that game. No one's going, oh, look at these shitty graphics. What are you talking about? I, I think it's because this game is in an open world. People are like, well, it's got to look good. It's got to have good graphics. First of all, the game is in development for 12 weeks, Okay. Epic Games, the only reason they, they did with Fortnite is they already had the Fortnite single-player game, and they just implemented that that graphics that they've been working on for seven years, okay, into their BR game. Okay, but, again, people weigh out different – people weigh games differently, okay? Just because you think and, – and maybe, like, the next three, four podcasts say X game is shitty, this game is shitty, okay? Right. If it still has a player base, people like the game. They're enjoying the game. That's the point of a game. The game is fun to somebody, okay? A right. game is not made for everybody. A game is made for certain people. They find it. They enjoy it. They tell their friends about it because they know that that type of game interests them, okay? A game that's shitty and doesn't – and it dies Lawbreakers. is blatant. Lawbreakers, right. dead. Nobody plays it. It was it looked awesome. Nobody plays it. Consider it DOA, okay? It, that's a dead game. Everything else that you don't I like, like or play – it's not a shitty game. It just right. it doesn't fit in your box. It's fine, okay? We we have to be specific. When you say the game is shitty, it's broke, it needs to go, right? When enough people tell you that, when the, when the numbers don't lie and they say, yeah, you're right, this game is just garbage, right? And they stop supporting it, that's how you know it's garbage, right? Right? Not because the player base is down to 25,000, right? right. 25,000 <laughs> people like the game. Right? I Lawbreakers think... is dead. Right. Okay? Gone. Right. Dead, gone. Yeah, I like Battleborn, man. I like Battleborn, Atomic. Battleborn's a good... Look, everyone judges Battleborn based on the PvP side of that, the MOBA part. The PvE side, I liked. I thought it was a great game. I have a lot of hours into that game. I still play it every once in a while. Um, answering your question, Duplis, they, the, the reason they bring it out so fast, okay... I mean, think about what Fortnite did. They worked on Fortnite for seven years for the PvE, 
when they saw PUBG was the top selling game on Steam, okay, they said, we got something here. They're using our engine. Why can't we do something like this? And because they already had the foundation of their graphics and everything, they brought out Fortnite BR because they could. Now, Cliffy B, what is the studio that he works for now? Can someone look that up for me? Uh, Cliffy B, okay, when he made Lawbreakers, if he took the Lawbreakers graphics and the characters in Lawbreakers and then turned it into a Fortnite-esque game of Radical Heights, then he could have brought it out polished, but they would have to take those characters and try to put it in this kind of world, which they can't do. So they said, well, instead of getting investors again, okay, what about if we just throw a game together, release it for free, make microtransactions, and we can fund it and then put it back into the game and then start making this game better. And we see, we see if we have a fan base, right? It's nothing off their back because they can make a game, and if they get a fan base, okay, the core crew will fund that, that game because they like that game. Then they can start putting more time into it. Now, if they don't get that fan base, okay, nothing off their back. They're like, well, that's it. We made the money off. It's not It's not doing it as well as we thought, and they just scrap it. Why put the time in for all the, the coding for graphics and everything, okay? Boss Key Productions. Thank you, Tally. Uh, why put all the effort in to make it all look shiny and new, especially in this day and age where everything's a early access, uh, uh, alpha, beta, Kickstarter come in. You know what I mean? Like, you can do all these things. Like, you can purchase this game. To get stuff, okay? Or you could play it free to play, right? And then get the microtransactions inside. On their end, it's a super smart idea because it's nothing off of them, right? They're like, how fast can we throw a game together? Uh, we can do this in about 12 weeks. Great. Let's do it. Put it out there. And here you go. What's the difference, right? Yes, yes. So what's the difference if he takes this game and puts it on Kickstarter and says, oh, we really want to make Radical Heights uh, a really new uh, uh, Fortnite game, blah, 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 BR, okay? What's the difference if he does that and gets funding that way? Or if he just takes the game in this day and age where you can just release a game, put it on Steam, and boom, you can make money, right? I don't blame them for doing what they're doing. I think they have a good foundation here for a game. It's just another genre. You can't get mad at them making a game because, like, Call of Duty is the same as Battlefield. That's Battle Royale. Right. That's not another genre. That's not another genre. That's Battle Royale. No, no, that's what I'm saying. They made another genre into this. It's Battle Royale is the new genre. Is the is the new genre. Oh, right, right, right. <clears throat> like, you, you can't just have one game, right? Well, they made Battlefield. There's no reason to make a Call of Duty game, right? Yeah, but no. if, it, if, if it works and people like it, you got to get on the bandwagon. you got to make some money. But for if every we pump, If we could pump out a game in a year and another version – listen – and we haven't even gone. We haven't even gone different worlds yet. You have you have battle royale based in reality so far. We don't have battle royale based in space yet, or battle royale based in colonial time, or battle. You know what I mean? We haven't gotten to that ridiculous point yet. You know, I I think the uh, kingdom the kingdom come game or the sword game. What was the the one that came out that didn't do well because the, the the online version bombed? The medieval thing with the combat I thought was great. You talking about you talking about for honor? You talking about for, for honor? honor? For <laughs> honor, thank you for honor. Like. That was good sword combat. Like I well, if you that like was that, visceral. It was very good. But if you like online that, did, uh, online broke. Hold on a second. Online broke. I'll show you a game. What you can do battle royale like that? I'll show you a game that I I commented on. Hold on a second. Let's see. Home. I mean, like, listen, battle royale <laughs> done in for honor format is basically Highlander, is it not? I'm pretty sure that's Highlander. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. What Last did I do? Shooting. 
That'd be awesome. Last guy who wins, instead of saying winner, winner, chicken dinner, the guy would just float in the air and lightning would strike him and like he, he receives the power of God or whatever. That would be awesome. There, hold on. There's a game <clears throat> that someone commented on. I think it was Burt Black. He commented on this game, he's, and he's like, oh, this is the game I'm waiting for. It's a medieval battle royale game, right? And right. I was like, I was like, well, this looks interesting, right? So I got to find it, though. I forget what the name of it is. It's not out yet. It's, it's on Kickstarter, I'm pretty sure. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, <clears throat> but I was like, well, that looks up my alley because I think it'd be cool to do a fort, uh, like a BR game. I want to say Fortnite game. Uh, a BR game where it's hand-to-hand combat with swords and shields? Fuck yeah, let's do that. Right, no sniping from afar. You right. got to bring it, bro. Right. You got to bring it. You got to come at me. Not where? just I'm, I'm across the whole map where I built I built a bridge in the into the stratosphere and then right. jump down right. on somebody and shotgun them in the head and win. Come on, man. Let's see I, the skill gap now. I like it. Oh, is this it? Total War Saga, 3rd of May. I think this is it. Let me see. Uh, for information, discussion made in TotalWar.com. <clears throat> it, it's pre-order now. Okay, do it, is there any video footage of this? Come on, show me games. Show me it. No, that's three ki- Total War Three Kingdoms. I don't know if that's it. That's not, That can't be it. Is this it? This might be it. This is a. I'm, I'm trying to look in to see if Total War Kingdoms is the next historical strategy. No, this is not it. I can't find it. But Sorry, you know it, 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 it was. It was this. It was brutal, man. You went up to people and you just got the sword. You're like, ah, and you stuck it in their neck. And I was like, I was like, this is like Braveheart shit, like Vikings and stuff. I was like, this looks cool, right? I was like, I'll take a BR like that. We have to run, find a sword, find a shield. There's bow and arrows that you can do as well, but it looked amazing. It looked absolutely amazing. I was like, that's I can get into that BR. Because I kind of think it's – I like BR. Don't get me wrong. I like Fortnite. I like PUBG. But sometimes when you're just far away shooting people and you're like, where the hell did I get sniped from? You're like, hey, you have no right. idea. You're like, where, where did it's I get sniped cheese. from? <clears throat> it's just cheese, yeah. So yeah. I, I, like the, I like the fact that the hand-to-hand combat thing might be a thing, right? So I'm looking forward to that. If I find the name after, I'll, I'll tweet it out again. I, I, but I see <clears throat> I still – the reason why I like that For Honor game is because – the the combat of hand to hand should be that that kind of difficulty that might level be a tweak. where if you see how the guy is swinging and you can counter you know what I mean like it's that's the way that that's how you learn skill gap in a, in a in a hand to hand combat game I don't like the whole just button mashing and you win right it shouldn't just be button mashing and you win it should be purposeful button hitting like like kind of mid round guy do I block do sorry I, about that you guys know, make it interesting. Ooh. That was loud in my ears. Sorry about that, guys. Here, this is the game. This is the game, Sarge. <clears throat> Thanks, Tweak, for finding that. Yeah, my ears. My ears as well. Sarge, Sarge I don't think, got to, got to hear the... No, I have the thing on very low. Oh, what's that? Is that a magic spell? The house is disappearing? What is that? Well, it's not loud now. It's no volume now. See, this is cool. Like you work together as a group, you're you're going across, and they, the guy comes and snipes you from behind with a bow and arrow. But it's a bow and arrow; you can run out of arrows real fast. Guy comes over with an axe. Like this, this is cool to me. I don't know what this whole floating thing is. I think as the circle closes in, 
I think you lose weightlessness. It's like a void that comes and gets you. It's pretty cool. Right, but this is just, once again, another version of Battle Royale. Right, right. Right? But I see, I think this is more my style. If I had to play a BR game, I would like to play this. Because there, there is no, there is no hiding somewhere. Like, you want to go kill that guy, you got to go run up to him, and you got to go kill him. I think, I think it's awesome. So... Check that out. Yep. It comes out later this year. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, thanks for finding that. You guys are awesome. That's why I like that's why I like Twitch and, and Mixer and the whole streaming platform thing. A first person BR? Well, Fortnite you can actually play BR. I don't know if you can do the BR first person, but it was horrible. Like in the PvE, you could go first person. It was terrible. It's a terrible first person uh experience in Fortnite. Uh plus PUBG is first person. They already have that in PUBG, first person. You can do third person or first person. First person, I loved a lot more. VRBR, um, they already have it. They already have it. There's a VRBR game that's out there. I saw Lyric play it. Uh, it's pretty weird. But everyone that's playing the game, you know, has a VR. Like, everyone that's playing in the game is in a VR headset. So, you know, they're in their office or house somewhere playing with a headset on playing. So, I think that's, I, I think that's funny. <clears throat> All right. Let's uh, switch gears real fast, and let's talk about... Oh, make sure you go check out that um, the video for Radical Heights, Dan Before Time. Uh, this is his actual chat here. Where is it? Uh, YouTube channel. Time for stories, isn't it? I think it's time for stories now. Isn't it? Time for stories? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, like the, the news stories. Like, what's next down the line? Oh, well, this is part of the news stories. Oh, okay. I thought you were throwing something else. No, no, no. Uh, Bungie, okay? Bungie has oh, their, their meeting. Yes, we have to. It's part All of the right, news. All right, so All right. Bungie is uh, has, having their little summit next week, okay? And last week we talked about how all these – I said when the guys get flown out that they're going to kind of feel like they're paid for, right, because they're getting flown out. They're putting up in a hotel. They're being paid for. Now, there's a lot of people out there that don't care about being paid for, uh, and they'll, they'll tell you how it is. And then other people don't think they – are being paid for, you know, they're being paid for, and they think they can say stuff without being hit, you know, hindered, but they can, right? And then other people can't. So what I like about this, the, the, what I'm going to talk about is Gathalion, King Gathalion, uh, very smart businessman, very good streamer. He's basically, I'm using him because he is the godfather of the Destiny community, right? He's being, he's going out there, and it's big because he doesn't like to fly, okay? And he's going out there next week. He held a town hall meeting in his channel uh, on Wednesday. So what he did was he said it straight up, blunt as possible. He's like, look, I know they're inviting us out there. He goes, I have 32 of the 40 people, and we're all in connection with each other through DMs. Okay, I don't know if it's through Discord or if it's through Twitter or whatever. He said, we've all talked about what points we're going to talk about. We are now going to tell you guys what we're going to talk about, and we're going to do straw polls. And he got all the straw polls up there and had his community vote on what they would like to bring up at the at the uh, at the summit okay he said i know when we go out there that they think they're going to pay for us or make us scapegoats okay and this is why i love he's so he's so blunt about it he's like we get flown out there and let's say we didn't tell you anything that we we're, we're going to talk about right you're going to automatically assume whatever they come out with that the 40 people that were involved uh, involved in this thing okay 
is the reason Destiny either sucks or it's it's the best thing ever, right? But if it sucks, right, Bungie could be like, well, we talked to the community leaders, and this is what they, they told us, right? And Gathalian was like, that's not going to happen. He's like, we're covering our asses. We, we have everything written down, what we're going to ask. He goes, we're going to play the stuff. We're going to play the new expansion that's coming out in May. He's like, we're going to play stuff that we can't talk about for September. We're going to see stuff in September. He's like, now, I can't say anything because I'll be under NDA. He goes, but as soon as we are allowed to talk about stuff, he goes, so beforehand, I'll be like, yeah, you guys are going to have to wait. He goes, but as soon as it releases, he'll tell you, that's the biggest pile of shit or it's really awesome or whatever. And I like that, that he's he's transparent like that and that all the stuff that he's talking about is covering at least 32 of the 40 people's asses uh, that are, are part of this, right? Because what is what is Bungie's scheme here, right? Are they really hoping for these 40 people to fix their game? And if so, why didn't they do this sooner, right? Like, why did they wait so long to do this? Why didn't they do this during Destiny 1, right? Why, why didn't they do this? Why did they wait so long to bring these guys out for Destiny 2? Do you think there's something beyond what they're not saying as far as bringing these guys on and maybe using them as a scapegoat if if, if it goes well, down or are they well, thinking about destiny three in advance well first of all let, let's let's put all the, let's put all the facts on the table okay the engine takes a long time to work with number one so whatever whatever content has not already been created and cut out to be sold again has to be built so you have an entire realm of a game where they have to make content make it viable make it fun and reverse the dumpster fire that is destiny 2 right so they're walking on eggshells so if they bring in once they have once they get their once they get the pretty polish on right on their product then they invite the community in right as like as like a uh, a, a goodwill gesture because they know that it's a raging dumpster fire and we will make or break their game that's basically what it comes <laughs> down to now is because because of the power of the internet we can make or break this game Right. So in order to save face and try to build up some trust again, they bring in the top people over and say, this is what we have. This It's almost kind of like, you know, here's our presentation of the game. Like beforehand, it was we make a game. You like it or you don't like it. Now it's this whole kowtow thing about here's our product. Uh, you guys let us know if you like it and then we'll release it. Like right. that, that's it's that's, like, how you, that's how you act. Like you don't even right. know. You don't know whether or not your product is good enough. So you want you want the peers' permission to do it? It's like cooking okay. something for somebody and then watching them eat it and go, "Right, good, is good." So now, if they like it, right, then like you said, they have someone to point the finger at and say, "Well, the community liked it. This is the representation of your community." Like right. they're like the, the, they're like the congressmen of the gaming community. Right. We've nominated okay? them as Congress, right. and then right. they're we've nominated those people, and those are the because they representatives. have representatives. Right. They, they have they have the most strength in numbers of people that they can reach. Okay, so the information will travel quickly. Right. So now, <clears throat> what are we what are we hoping to find here? Are you hoping to do a whole, a whole one eighty, and they're going to change the entire thing? Everything I've heard since the beginning of the year. That the the major the major change that's going to happen is going to be the Taken Queen as 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 it's been called now, which right. happens in September. Okay, everything else leading up to that is just minor changes that are not really changes. I call them reverting because they're going back to Destiny One standards. They're going back to Destiny One type things. So it's not like an update; it's more like a reverting. Right. Okay? It's a so, reboot. 
of right, Destiny so, 1. So what we're about to see now is a a DLC based on current items, not new, okay? And if it is new, that'll probably be the highest selling point of, like, the, the casuals getting excited to want to go back, which is my, my guess is new guys to shoot at. Right. Now, I don't think that this is it. I think new guys to shoot at is definitely September. Like oh, yeah. a new a new race of people to shoot at. Yeah. That's September. This, <clears throat> my heart tells me, is Siva. Is oh, just, absolutely. Siva's coming back in this DLC. Yeah, absolutely it's Siva. Yeah. So we're looking at a Siva DLC that's out of context that they have to make up a story for. So do they really make up a story that is is well of the lore? Since they don't care about the lore anymore, like you, you see what I'm saying. Like, where, where are you? Where's the stance on your own product? Like, what are we? What, what, what are you following up with? Right. If it, if it's a dumpster fire, it's a dumpster fire. Now we want permission to continue making the dumpster fire. I, I personally believe that all of this is just to keep people interested. That it's in the back burner of your mind that Destiny's still there. Destiny's still there right. because they're doing Destiny three. Right. It's not it's right. not it's not a maybe. Right. You know, they have to. It's part of the contract because they have to make Destiny three. So all of this is really just keeping you keeping Destiny in your mind. So when they release Destiny three, they have a platform to launch off of. Otherwise, what are we, so, what are we waiting for? So do you think these, they're, they're bringing these guys in to fix the future, not recent future of Destiny? Because they're going to show them stuff that they're already in development for september right so no matter what happens right now we're, we're what um five so we got may june july august september that's five months away do you think in five months if gathalian and then bring up super awesome points okay do you think in five months they can implement them for the taken queen i don't think so i don't think so listen the the implica the implications of what needs to be done for this game in order for it to work only says two things. One, they need to revert back to Destiny 1, and two, the engine is not workable. They need a new engine. So they can't make a new it, it takes it, it it almost takes as long to invent a new engine than it does to actually make a game. So Unless part of their, well, they don't, need, a, they don't their, need to invent one. There's one out there no, they can use. No, no, I know. <laughs> but if they if they were looking to do a new engine about whatever, if you're building a new engine from scratch or whatever they're trying to use or whatever they're trying to do, it takes time. The, the the engine to make up an engine to work properly for the game that you're trying to invent takes almost as long as making a game itself. So now, do we know that they're making a new engine? I don't know. No. All I know is all I know is the studio is in full production of Destiny Three. Right. And if it listen, if it takes just as long to release the content as it did before, when they said it was just a live team doing it, and then they said all hands are on deck, they're redoing the game, we're going to fix it, but it's still <clears> taking <throat> just as long as it did if it was just a live team doing it. Right. And I don't see any significant number of people actually working on the fixing of the game. It's they're making Destiny 3. The live team and maybe a select group of commandos is doing this. Right. Right? I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to switch to the Unreal Engine. I don't think they're going to switch to the Unreal Engine. I don't see it happening. <clears throat> I don't see it happening. I, I would love it if it did, but I don't. I don't see it happening. To be honest, um, I mean, it, it's just it, it, it's it's getting a little tired now because you, you don't know what you you don't know what you are. You don't know what you want. 
and now you're asking you're asking for the public's permission in order to finish the game that you created. Right. And 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 it, and it doesn't it that doesn't make sense to me. Right? That means that you yourself don't have a roadmap for your actual game. And I I know what you guys are going to say there's a roadmap it's on the TWAB it shows what's coming out in September. <clears throat> yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like you lost I'll your way. I'll, I'll bring it up. You, you've lost your way completely. You don't know what it is you want to do. All right, so coming out in May, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm losing my voice. Uh, we won't be doing a, 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 um, a stream after this. This is going to be it for me tonight. Um, season Crucible rankings, right? You got private matches, vault space increase. Again, some of these things should have been in the beginning of the game when it, when it first launched. I don't know why they took them out to put them back in a year later. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Multi-emotes, which is an emote wheel. Fantastic. Exotic weapon masterworks. Seasonal vendor progression, which is probably the best thing they're, they're doing. Okay. Uh, exotic weapon sandbox changes, heroic strike modifiers, and nightfall challenge cards. <clears throat> that's what's coming out in the, in the new DLC that's coming out called Warmind. Now, you agree with me. I think SIVA's coming back in this expansion uh, because I don't think they brought another uh, villain to come in. I don't think they're going to introduce a new, a new bad, bad guy now. Right, then sometime in the summer, they're coming out with a new seasonal event. Okay, faction rallies, improvements, bounties, PC clan chat, and exotic armor sandbox changes. So they're putting exotic weapon masterworks in this next one, and they're putting exotic armor sandbox changes in summer. Uh, and then September comes out. They have gear collections, records, weapon slot changes, weapon randomization, and then more yet to be revealed. The more yet to be revealed, I feel is what they're bringing the guys in for, right? They're like, what would you like to see? And then whatever they say, they'll see if they can implement it within the, with their engine that they have now. Yeah, but, but don't <laughs> forget, they can show the 40 people whatever they want. Right, because it's... Then, and then when the game releases, stuff's missing or not yeah, yeah. there yeah, yeah. or changed around, right? You can do anything you want. Me showing you 40 people what's coming out doesn't mean that's exactly what's coming out when we release no, it. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. I find it... This is what I get from the Summit. When you bring in outsiders from from in, I get you want to listen to your community and stuff, but we've talked about this before on the show. Like I don't tell like if Pablo Picasso was alive or whatever great artist is alive right now, I'm not gonna stand over his shoulder and be like, you need to you need to brush stroke that over there on the left side of the of the painting, right? Uh, and then I, I would like blue here instead. Like no, I'm gonna watch him and go, wow, what a what a great piece of art that is, right? And I'm gonna look at it and go. It's either beautiful, or I'm like, that's not for me, I don't get it, right? And with video games, I feel like Bungie has completely lost faith in their own studio where they have to bring in someone to stand over their shoulder and go, well, so what do you guys think? Do you, do, you, do you like my eggs? Are my eggs good? I'm using a recipe that I just tried for the first time. I just, I just want to know if you like my eggs, right? And it's like... I, I don't feel like they, they know what they're doing, and they have to bring outsiders in. Now, I have nothing against these these content creators at all. No. At all. It's, 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 the, way it's, it's the way it's done. It's, it's the way it's sad. done. It's sad to me, okay? It's sad to me that they're at this point. They're like Bungie's at its lowest point right now to bring other people in to give them feedback, where the feedback is literally on their forms, okay? Everything that these people are going to say somebody has said somewhere on those forums, right? We've said stuff three years back on the first podcasts on here. No one's heard us. 
right? If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, is it there? Does it make a noise? Okay. So <clears throat> I really feel like it's a, it's a bad thing that they're doing this. I really feel like this is hopeless, right? I, I feel that like these guys are coming out. They're going to show them to try to get the community to try to get the community to go give them a second chance. Wait till you guys see what they have in store for you. That's okay. how that's how I feel what this is. Yes. Wait till you see what they have in store for you. And they can, we, we know this. Bungie comes out with the littlest thing possible, and everyone gives them praise, right? Yep. Like, Masterworks are a, a piece of shit in the game, right? They could have done that with something else. Now, if they add something to Masterworks, right, everyone's like, oh, bravo, this is what we needed. This is what we needed, and we're gonna get, we're gonna get in there. And I don't, I just don't feel like, I don't feel like they can do it. I honestly think Destiny, and I'll eat my words. I think Destiny Two is dead. I haven't been wrong yet. I, I wasn't wrong when Destiny Two first came out, and I said my thoughts. Uh, I'll eat my words though. If it, I want to eat my words, because I'm a fan of Destiny, <clears throat> I want them to prove me wrong that they can revive Destiny Two. But I truly believe, no matter what, taking Queen and all, taking Queen come out, it could be the biggest, best thing they've ever created. The game is still missing stuff, okay? And taking Queen or taking King 2, whatever you want to call it, if it's the best thing ever, it's still going to be just this. It's still going to be just that foot of content they give you, and that's going to be the best part of the, of, of the whole series, right? Just like they did before. Destiny, Dark Below, House of Wolves, Taken King. Like, you can't ever go back. You're just playing the content they give you. And I think I always said it. I said it's a mistake, and once they rebooted Destiny 2, and I'm not talking about the reboot they did. I'm talking about stopping everything that happened in D1 and then create D2 was the biggest mistake they could have done. They could have kept all the planets and added on to it. They could have kept all the weapons and added on to it. They could have kept all the armor and added on to it and made everything better, and they didn't. And now they're backtracking and making stuff back to Destiny 1, but not truly Destiny 1. Right, because they want to. They're like, well, we didn't really like Destiny One. I know someone uh, was at Apex. You said, well, yeah, Destiny yeah, One was they, a really good, yeah, was yeah, a good they game. Didn't, they didn't. Right. No. We 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 loved it because they kept <clears throat> fixing it as they're going, and the state that the game was in at the end right. was the best it was. Right. Right. So, I I disagree with you when you say Destiny was a good game. I I agree with you that it was a good game at the end of its life cycle, but Bungie didn't think Destiny One was a good game. That's why they fucking blew it up and they noseworthy of it, right? That's why they did that, right? They made it super casual. And this is another thing I like Gathalian's fighting for. He says, I don't care about the casual player. I'm bringing up points for the hardcore people because the hardcore people is who's going to play this game. Just like we said, okay? Just like we said, fan bases are fan bases, but the hardcore people keep your game alive, okay? It doesn't matter if there's 100,000 people playing that game. Or there's 2 million people playing that game or 200 people playing that game. The hardcore people are the ones that play it, that keep it relevant, to keep the people busy, to keep it to, in the world so people are playing it. Casual players. Don't nothing, give a shit. It, it's nothing they, against they casual players. Care. They move on like the wind. They're, they're fair, fair weather fans. Okay. Fortnite, there's a lot of people that like Fortnite. But a lot of those people are fair weather fans. When the next game comes along, they'll swoop out out. And they'll go play something else, which is cool. But there will be that hardcore crew that two years from now, that one guy is still going to be playing Fortnite because he loves Fortnite. Okay, That's the people you should be marketing towards. Bungie literally put dynamite underneath that whole player base and said, no, we want to make more money with the Eververse. We want to make it as broad as possible. This is how we're going to do it. Boom. 
they fucked it up for for the whole community and the community said we're not we're not dealing with this we don't like the game as a state it was good before and you completely took everything away from us and now they're giving us stuff that was in d1 back again but now you gotta pay for the dlc to get it now you gotta pay for the second dlc to get it i'll be fucking pissed as hell if destiny 2 revives right and they're like oh Fatebringer 2 is coming back and it's in taken queen if they do that and i'm telling you pre-order they're gonna pre-order it's gonna be a pre-order for the dlc Okay, if they have anything with the with the fate bringer in it, I'm gonna be like, this, this shit is fucked. They are so fucked if they bring that back. What do you guys think in chat? Right? Are you are you going to give Destiny two a chance when it comes out and whatever this war the war mine comes out and then September again, or is Destiny dead? Is it dead to you? Not a dead game because there's still people playing and there's no such thing as a dead game except unless you're playing Battleborn or you're playing Lawbreakers. Lawbreaker. Right? Then that game's dead. Okay, but. If the game is still up and relevant, because it is, Destiny is still relevant. There's a lot of people that play the game that are not Twitch streamers um, <clears throat> that are out there. It's been dead to me for months. Yeah, it's been dead for you for months, but the, do you think they'll revive it? Do you think the player base will still be there come Destiny 3? Dead since release. Yeah, well, I, I played it, and people, I remember people giving me shit. I won't name them. They came in my channel, other streamers, and they're like, why, why are you playing this game then if you, if you don't like it? I'm like, well, I'm playing it to give it a, full, a shot. And then I told my, my reasoning why I don't like the game. And they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. And here we are seven months later. And it looks like I know exactly what I was talking about because the game, the game was bad. The game was a bad game. Everyone's like, oh, but it's, it looks so good. It looks right. so good. Yeah, well, sometimes the, the hottest looking people are the craziest motherfuckers out there. Okay, so player base. There, there is a player base. There is a player base. Apex. There's a, there's, there, there's there a very is. big player base. Now you're you're looking at it, you're looking at it as Twitch or Mixer, right? Like if I go to if I go to Twitch right now and we look at the we look at the player base, okay. Obviously, if I take this as a re representation of where it is, okay. Destiny two, three thousand seven hundred ninety two people playing. It's dead. It's dead. That's that's the only people are watching right now. Three thousand thirty seven hundred people. Oh, game's dead. There's about, I would say, about 300,000 to about 500,000 people, half a million people playing this game right now uh, on PC, on consoles across the world that don't even know what Twitch is, okay, that don't even come on Twitch. So I don't want to say it's a dead player base because if, if you have a half a million people playing your game, your game's not dead. Your game is uh, in a lull state right now. Uh, Let's see. Is Lawbreakers up here? Let me see if Lawbreakers is Lawbreakers up here. Let me see. Uh, Lawbreakers. <laughs> is Lawbreakers here? Seven, seven viewers. Okay, that's considered dead on Twitch. Okay, <laughs> that's that's a dead game. Uh, Battleborn would be the exact same. So, I don't see it being dead. Streaming platforms are like five percent. I don't even think they're five percent tally. I want. I, I'll go as high two percent. I would say 2% of the population that plays a game. Like if you look at if we look at Fortnite, there's 223,000 people. Now we know for a fact there's 20 million people playing the game, right? So 200,000 of 20 million people, what percent is that? It's like less than 1%, 1%, right? No, uh, no, cuz 2,000 people do it. 20 like million. Yeah. Someone do the math. But it's not 5%. I'm not I'm not I'm not your I'm not your CPA over here. Sorry. Call your wife in. She's a CPA. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. The point. The, the point is, is that like I said, the games. The games are not. They're not dead. They're dead to 
the they're streaming population. The, they're dead to the the clicks of whether or not what's hot, what's not, what are we playing, what's going on, you know, what happens to be going this next week. But it's the same. It's the same story over and over. Again. I, I I still I still feel a little remorse, but for them looking for. Uh, justification. They want someone to acknowledge them that that, that they're bringing these people in there. It right. still, to me, doesn't it doesn't make sense. Because they're, they're they're all walking on eggshells the whole time. No matter. See, the problem now is is no matter what they do, they're going to get shit on because yeah. they lied way too much and they schemed way too much for anyone just to be like, oh, that bungee, and then just continue on doing the the. the, the Carrying on business as usual, right? Right. The, the, the padding of the XP, the lying about what was in the game. There was there's a whole list of shit. Like you, you can't just ignore. You can't ignore everything and be like, all right, we're moving on. Let's see what they got next. Super Let's beta two. Next. Super beta two. You know, that's what it was. Super beta two. I, listen, <clears throat> I, I, I personally don't think that the way that the games are in development now and what they do. Are beneficial for their own product anymore. You know, beforehand a game was was polished and released, had a good fan base, and because of the hardcore people who liked it, they promoted it. The game grew over the first year of its existence, and it peaked about year one and a half or two, depending on the time on the type of game that it was. And then it starts to dwindle because you solved it, you moved on. There's other games that come out, but you have that little rise and you have that peak. Everything now is not finished, early release, early access. It's it's not complete. And then you have a core people that play it. And then when the game actually releases, you don't have that hype train because people have been playing it for a year. You've been playing the game already for a year. And then you're going to say, okay, well, now it's released. So now do you think you're going to have that steady growth like you did before? It's all about the hype train when it happens right then. You have to sell as much as possible, so you have to lie as much as possible in order to get those people to buy it because your hardcore people have already played it, right? Right. And they can't promote it to the other people because they can't buy it because it's an early release, right? You can't. Everyone can't get the early release. Only the special people can. And the special people are usually the hardcore. Unless you, right? unless you buy it, right? So now unless the hardcore people have already played it. They, yeah, yes, they like it. Yes, they like it a lot. Maybe they'll play it often, but they're not going to play it for another solid year and promote it the whole time because right. they've already played it, right? And so we're in this little conundrum where the hype train is real. No matter what comes out, guys. No matter what it is, it could be the shittiest game ever. You can rest assured. Half their budget is going to be spent on the advertisements to get you to fucking buy that game because they know they know there's no more there's no more base to like raise up and be like, OK, this is an awesome game. Let's play it like it. it it's a different world now. It's a different world. I, I am happy that God of War did so well. Okay. Well, single, really, single, really happy. Single player games, <clears throat> single player games. We said that single player games. I, we said God of War was going to be a good game, right? When we saw the preview back at E3, we're like, this game is why people are going to buy a PlayStation, right? This is the game that's going to make single-player games, why they still still make single-player games. The reviews are coming out for, for uh, and like, nines and tens across the board. Uh, some people are like, well, the combat system's a little, you know, uh, boring, right? But at the same time, they said it's fantastic. So... I don't 
we're not going to talk much about it because it just came out. The embargo's lifted. People's reviews. If you want spoilers or anything, there's plenty of videos out there to look at it. Uh, but God of War, I'm I'm happy that God of War, Spider-Man looks good, right? They, they've been showing the combat system of Spider-Man. Everyone's freaking out because it's only 30 frames per second. I don't I don't care about that. I, I just want to I want a game that's a good single player game and a good fun experience. Um, unfortunately, I will never get to play these two games. I don't own a PlayStation. I don't plan on buying a PlayStation to go get these games. But you're um, thinking about it though. The I, game makes, the game makes yeah, you think about it. Absolutely, absolutely. God of War and Spider Man. Spider Man more than God of War because I played the other God of Wars, but I'm a huge Spider Man fan. So Spider Man in general makes me want to buy a PlayStation just for that one game. But I can't, I can't justify buying a PlayStation just for that game, right? Um, well, that's, so, what it's all, that's what it's all about, Mike. For <clears throat> for that for a platform is. I'm buying the platform for just that one game. That's the whole reason why. But, but my thing is I don't have enough time to play all these games. So if I bought a PlayStation, then I would want to play God of War and then Spider-Man. And then, and then, yeah, then you have to play last, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, get, Last of Us, then Last of Us 2. And, and then just I start going down the wormhole. I don't have time for that, right? So I'll stick with just my, my Xbox console and the, and the shitty games that come out for that. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is Grand Theft Auto. Okay, Grand Theft Auto has grossed more than any movie ever made, right? The biggest movie of all time with inflation and stuff has gone with the wind, okay? Uh, they've surpassed that, okay, in, in box office sales and everything. They've sold 90 million copies of Grand Theft Auto. They've made $6.2 billion, and that's not including microtransactions from the shark cards, for Which the gotta on, be just as much. For Which the gotta online. Be just as much. Gotta be. Okay. So the game released in 2013 has made a ridiculous $6 billion off the back of its $265 million budget. Okay. $265 million budget, and it's made $6 billion. That's a very fucking great profit margin there. Okay. The figure towers over the success of famous films such as the original Star Wars grossed a measly $3 billion. Adjusted for inflation, James Cameron's Avatar, which was 2.8 billion upon release in 2009, and to become the highest-grossing film of all time. Uh, video games, it says, are much better business uh, in, than movie studios. And here's why I'm, I'm bringing this up, because we're taking this story, okay, and we're going to merge it into the next story topic of. So we're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto, and then we're going to jump into Solo. Okay, the new Star Wars movie coming out, which is then going to bring us into the new Unreal Engine. And this is why they all correlate. Okay, so Grand Theft Auto, because it was $265 million, they had the caption, motion capture stuff, and the graphics are fantastic. And they've done better than movies. Okay, better than any movie studio out there. Movie studios should start making movies based on what video games are. You know what I mean? Like the motion capture stuff like Avatar. I mean, look at Avatar, right? Most of the top box office hits are games that you, or I'm sorry, movies that use game type materials as far as motion capture and stuff like that. Okay, capturing the face, capturing the body, and then digitally putting it in CGI. So, Grand Theft Auto, amazing. Okay, that's doing what it's doing. I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll see. A, a, I don't think Red Dead will be anything like this. I think the only game that'll beat this game will be the next Grand Theft Auto, whatever it is. Okay, there's just something about Grand Theft Auto 
it hits that broad genre of, of people out there, right? Where Red Dead Redemption is a rock star game, but it's cowboys, right? And there's people out there that just don't like cowboys, okay? So I think Red Dead will do fantastic. I think it'll be one of the top-selling games of the year. I think it might be the top-selling, top 10 games selling of all time. But I don't think it'll be anywhere Thanks near so this. Thanks so much for having us over. It's so fun. What is happening so right now? What is happening right now? Okay, there's an advertisement that just popped up, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so I think, personally, I think this is once-in-a-lifetime. Like, I don't think they're going to come out with another game that's going to proceed. You can't plan for this, right? But they, they definitely did. They definitely did a fantastic job. Now, let's break it over to the Unreal Engine. Okay, the Unreal Engine that I'm going to play for you guys on screen. Okay, this is the new Unreal Engine, what they can do, the technology they can do. I want you to look. There's a guy talking and telling you what's, what's going on right here. We'll, we'll fast forward. This is like the Unreal Engine, the new Unreal Engine they're using. And I believe that the the computer that they're using it on or the graphics card they're using it on is like $156,000 graphics card or some shit like that. So you can see how they're doing Hellblade. And Hellblade won a whole bunch of awards for sound design and, and motion capture and just what they're doing. Okay. <clears throat> Here you are. This is the guy who's known to do Gollum, right? I forget what his name is. Pardon. Uh, I, I forget his actual name. But this is a digital animation of him. This is not him. This is digital animation of him doing lines, and they've captured his video, and then they've taken that and made an alien with the graphics. And look at this. It looks unreal. Unreal, right? It's an unreal engine. Okay? And then this girl right here in the, in, on the video is fake. That's a, that's a computer-generated chick, okay? There's Khaleesi from... From fucking Game of Thrones. Look how detailed. This is the dude from Lord of the Rings. These are not the actual actors. These are in-game captures that they've created, renditions of them. Look at the, t the attention, the detail of this. It's absolutely phenomenal. I bring this up, okay? Because, yes, this is a lot of money. And, yes, video games in the future are going to be fucking amazing, okay? Obviously, the Xbox One could not handle this kind of graphics, okay? Uh, but... The reason I bring this up, okay, is Solo the movie, okay? Star Wars Solo the movie. I haven't seen any trailers, okay? Haven't seen the trailers. Have you seen the trailers, Sarge? I haven't seen any out on purpose. Okay, me either. But I do, I have seen the character that's playing Han Solo, okay? This is nothing against the guy. Don't even know his name, to be honest with you, okay? But he's not Harrison Ford, okay? I understand Harrison Ford is way too old to do the job. Okay, but they casted a guy who's basically older than what Han Solo looked like, and this is supposed to be a prequel to before we see Han Solo before episode four. Okay, I think it's a bad casting job on the studio to make him. Now, he might do his job as an actor, and when I watch the movie, he might take me into that movie, and I'll be like, you know what? He was a really good Han Solo, but the problem with playing an iconic character Okay, and you're not playing a superhero here. You're playing a, a phenomenal, like, iconic character, which Harrison Ford is. Like, you, when you say Harrison Ford, two things pop in your head. Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Okay? That's it. Those are the two things. I, I, I like Derek from Blade Runner. But that's not Decker, what you first Decker. think. 
Yeah, you might like him. That's not when you, I say Harrison Ford. You're not thinking Blade Runner first, right? I do. I do. You do. I, well, first honestly, honestly, you do. Listen, first one's Han Solo. Absolutely. Then that's I what I'm saying. Then I go Blade Runner. Then that's, I go Indiana Jones. That's, that's my point, though. When yeah, you yeah. say Harrison Ford, you're like Han yeah. Solo. Yeah. So with technology that you're seeing on screen right now with this woman who's not really there, and that's not really where her face looks like, okay, why didn't they just take anybody and make a CGI Harrison Ford? Why didn't they do it? Why didn't they just make Harrison Ford in the movie? Because, because, because the actor wants credit for doing the acting job. That's why. That's fine. Make him do the acting job. He didn't want to do it because he's old, right? He just thought he doesn't want to do the, the thing. All you have to do is get his voice, right? It's his, it's his facial features. They have his facial features. Why didn't they do it? Why didn't they do it? Look at this. Here you go. Perfect example of fucking advertisement. Check out this Captain Phasma, okay? This is a CGI inside real, Unreal Tournament in an elevator sequence, okay? Check out the, the reflections and stuff inside Captain Phasma here. Look at, the, look at the reflections inside the Stormtroopers. This is all within the Unreal Engine. This is not... This is not right, video not game. Filmed. This, right, is not this is not filmed. filmed. This is all rendered. This is all rendered in Unreal. Look at this. Look at the reflection inside Captain Phasma's... Okay? Why did they not do Han Solo this way? Why do they capture a person that doesn't even look like Han Solo and they put him in this movie? I, I just feel like this is an injustice. An injustice to the, to the Solo movie. I feel like it's an injustice to Harrison Ford. I feel like... If they could do it for Carrie Fisher at the end of the movie and show her in CGI and Captain uh, um, uh, Grant Tarkin, right? Uh, Moff Tarkin, whatever. No, not Moff. Uh, Jesus Christ. Grant Moff Tarkin. Thank yeah. you. Uh, why couldn't they do it for Han Solo? Why couldn't they do it? Why wouldn't they do it? What, what would be the reason to hire – is it cheaper? Is it cheaper to hire a, no, a no-name actor to take off an iconic character? Because – her family would have signed off on that. First of all, uh, Lucas Lucas actually has contracts with all the people to use their likeness. That's how they made the toys. That's how they did all the plush toys. That's how they did everything. Figurines, the dolls, everything. Those actors, when they were young, didn't get any money from those things, but they signed their likeness uh, away to George Lucas. Okay? So... Technically, okay, he could use their likeness. If he wants to use Han Solo's face, Harrison Ford's face in a movie, he can do that uh, because they own the likeness of their faces. Now, I get it. I totally get I totally get what you're saying, right? Like, they signed off on the actor. I forget the actor's name, uh, Moff Tarkin, okay? They asked the family, and the family signed off, okay? Same with, 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 with Leia. They... Technically, didn't have to ask permission. They did it out of the the kindness of the studio's heart to be like, "Hey, to do your mom justice, we would like to, you know, show." Because obviously, she was still alive at the point, okay. But they they couldn't take Carrie Fisher and bring her in into Rogue One and be like, "Hey, you're gonna play uh, Princess Leia when you were 18 years old, right?" She's like 50, right? Not gonna happen, okay. So they would bring her in. She would act. She would get paid just like she is the actress. Okay, they're they're capturing the visual and then redo her whole body and stuff and put it into the actual in the actual movie. They do that all the time. They did it to Dreft Bridges in Tron. 
this this little bank troll from Harry Potter? That's all rendered. Yeah, this is all this is all part of the Unreal Engine, right? Look at it. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. I'll tell you what. When this comes certain down, you know, in down in price, I'm going to digitally enhance myself on my stream. Okay, so I'm going to always be 30 years old. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> You've seen the contracts, 30, the loopholes. Yeah, I understand that. What I'm saying is, Harrison Ford. Why wouldn't he be like, oh wait, you're gonna you're gonna cast me be uh, as myself and you're gonna do CGI? Sure, why not? Why why he didn't want to be Han Solo anymore. He wanted to die. That's why they killed him off. He wanted to die in Empire Strikes Back, right? And they brought him back. He's like, fuck, I can't die in this thing. So now he's like, kill me, kill me in Force Awakens. Spo spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, okay? He's like, kill me. But what I'm saying is they could have used the technology instead of just – they did a terrible job casting. Terrible job. He looks nothing like Harrison Ford. He looks nothing like Han Solo. Nothing like Han Solo. What, what is this now? One of these actually works. Sebastian stands young Luke. I mean, they could have done so many things. Look at the look, look at the look at the graphics here. Here, here's what's her name. Uh, from Rogue One. Look at her. That's a rendered rendered of the actress. Is she suing anybody? No, that's her. That's her from Rogue One. She looks exactly like that in Rogue One. The real actress and the fake actress right here. Look at her. Beautiful. And this is right here. I don't understand why they didn't do it for Solo. This is why. I, this is why I'm upset about it. So, what do you think about Solo, Sarge? Do you think it's going to? <laughs> do you think it's going to do good at the box office, or no, do you think? I, I don't. Do you think it's going to bomb? I, I, well, bomb in a Star Wars movie, not bomb like no one's going to see it. Right. A bombing Star Wars movie still does well. It's a very but, successful movie, right? Yeah, but they call it a bomb, right? Right. Um. Listen, I, I haven't watched any. I, I don't like to watch trailers of Star Wars movies because I want to be surprised. But at this, at, at this point, I'm like, I'm not even sure I'm going to go see this movie. Really? Like, yeah, I'm you're not even so sure burnt. I'm not. You're so burnt by Ryan Johnson's last Last Jedi that you don't yeah. even want to give Ron Howard's solo movie, which is a standalone movie, a chance. Yeah, it's 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 hard, man. It's hard. It's hard for me to let let it go for what they did. And what what the and listen because if there, there, that's a lot of rewrites, bro. Okay? Oh, I know. Rogue One was rewritten at the last minute, and they pulled it off. All right, that was a gamble. Now we're talking about an entire new series here, and then three directors and four or five re rewrites and three. Like I'm I'm concerned, right? I might wait until someone says good or bad, then go see it because I'm not I'm not jumping at the bit to go watch solo the, the weekend it comes out i'm right. just not i'm just not doesn't like I, doesn't Infinity i want to support i want to support i want to support star wars movies because i love them that's, that's my childhood but if they're going to be shit on the whole time like i guess it's not for me anymore so okay let's and this is all this is all speculation what if the actor does a great job and he takes me out of the realm and makes me believe he's han solo and he does a fantastic job and the movie, what would they have to do to – like, what are, you, what are you expecting to see from a Han Solo movie? Like, you want to see his backstory of, like, how he became what he became, right? Like, yeah, but, but do you, does everyone here remember the smuggler of Han Solo, like, his attitude, what he is, like, the, 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 the whole demeanor of him, right? Is this guy <laughs> going to just start 
jumping on like I'm a smuggler. This is me like and I'm gonna I'm doing a movie. Right. Or is he trying to do Harrison Ford Harrison as Ford. a young guy? Right, because right. Because if if that's not how he's gonna do it, everybody who knows Harrison Ford as Han Solo is like, I don't know what this guy is doing. Right. What what is this guy trying to portray? I, I think that's the downfall of this movie. No matter how good he is, I think people are gonna look at it and go, Well, he's just not Harrison Ford. He's just not Harrison Ford. Yeah, but Ford. no, but it's not it's not that he's not Harry not I get over the fact that it has to be a different actor. But the casting is still wrong. You have to get you have to it has to be at least in the same ballpark of a <clears throat> scoundrel character, snarky, like selfish, self-centered, he has a wookie as a friend, like you have to you have to give this to me when he was young. Right. Like how he became that way. And like you said, he's old in the movie he's, he's not really older, young, young. Yeah. Like, I know I'm I know not... look I know Harrison Ford was 40 years old when he did the movie No it wasn't that old Yes he was No he was not 40 when he did Empire He, he was, was the oldest one but he was not 40 He was he was like ten... 30 he was 30 no, I'm sorry he was 38 years old I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to look it up I'm going to look it up I think he was he's 70 something now bro I'll, I'm going to look it up we're, we're going to look it up 40 50 years ago that means he's 110 it's 40, now. 40, 40 years it's 40 years ago 40 years ago Okay hold on a second I, I, I think he was 38 years old when he did it. He was Foxy, right? He was the oldest one at the, on the cast. I was know he 34? That. Was he 34? But he wasn't that old. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> I'm slow here. I'm, I'm slow trying to get it. Go ahead, continue talking. Well, I, I, I've said what I wanted to say. It's it's like I wanted I wanted to do well, but I don't I don't just jump at Star Wars movies anymore, knowing that it's all about their they have other, they have other agendas now in the movie. It's not supposed to be a good old fashioned fun family action film. It's got this other stuff mixed in, <clears throat> besides the SJW, and you have like the slavery issue and the, all the stuff that's in there that you just kind of interject okay. into the movie. It's like I don't want to, I don't want to know about it. I want to, I want a movie I'm gonna go watch and enjoy. He was, he was born in 1942. The movie was in 1975, six when they started filming it. Right, so that would give him 30, 35, 34, 35 years old. Okay, so there you go. So he's 35 years old, and now he's 70. Yeah. So this guy, I don't know how old he is, but he looks older than Harrison Ford looked in, in Star Wars. I think he looks older. Let's see, solo film. <clears throat> this guy is born in, maybe, maybe he is younger. Maybe he is younger, but he just looks old. Where is he now? Han Solo. He was born in 1989, so 99, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> right, so he's he is younger. He is younger, but he looks older. He just looks older. I don't know what it is. I hope I'm proven wrong. I just I just feel like I just feel like it's a bad casting for for the movie because he doesn't seem like he's Han Solo. And if you're playing an iconic character, that's like putting Alf. That's like putting Alf. As Chewbacca, right? He had to recast Chewbacca, and Chewbacca was come a real on, person, come on, and it was dude. Alf. No, that's what come it is. On, dude. No, that's it's it not that bad. It is. Come it on. is. It is. Come Alf on, is Chewbacca. It's not Alf. Alf is Chewbacca. Come on, dude. Yeah, Alf is Chewbacca. I'm telling you, that's what it is. They would have slid it by. I'm gonna give him a little bit, a little bit of credit to that, but it's it, okay. You know how? This is how I feel about it. This, this is the best example I can give you. Okay. I'm looking at this guy as Han Solo as I'm looking at Chris Pine as Shatner when he was younger. 
Okay. Right. That, yeah. That's how I'm looking at this. Like, I have but to Chris accept, Pine. I, I, Chris I have Pine. To Chris Pine as young Captain Kirk now. But, but Chris Pine kind of looks like Shatner when he was younger. Yes, he does. So that but would be a attitude, good casting. The attitude and what he is, the acting-wise and the character that he is. I think he's done a good job as right? Shatner. Yeah, but that's how I felt about uh, But it's been four movies already. There's four Star Trek movies already. Has there been that okay? many? Yeah. So we know it's done. We know he did well. But when he first came out, I was like, Chris Pine is Shatner? And I was like this. Yeah, All right. All right. Let's yeah, go but, see but, it. But you were okay like, with it because you're like, Chris Pine kind of looks like Shatner when he was younger. So you're like, okay. I can, no, that's no, a good no, casting. When, when it first, like, I, I accept it now. I'm accepting of it. But when it first came out, I'm looking at him going, I don't know if he can be Shatner. Like, I'm not sure if Chris Pine can be Shatner. And after I watched the first movie, I'm like, all right, he did he did all right. But the whole time I was watching, I was like this. Right. You know, I was like, ah. Right? Now we have the same thing. Now you have this guy. He looks like he's supposed to be solo. And I'm like looking at him. I'm like. I don't see it. I, I don't. I, I don't, don't see, see you. Yeah. I don't see you as actor number three bounty hunter in the background. Never mind as <laughs> as Han Solo. <laughs> extra extra number three. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, let me yeah. let's see what this guy's done. I don't think he has he done anything major that I've seen. Uh, Running Wild, Blue Jasmine, Stoker. I mean, if it says creature, if it says he's dentist. in the BBC somewhere, I'm gonna be really disappointed. No, no, he's been supernatural. Did a couple of CSI episodes. So he's pretty new. He's pretty new in the in the industry. This is his shot. We know listen, yeah, this, this is, is his shot. This is his breakout this role. This is his shot, right? If yeah. it, if this movie does well, he'll he'll get a three picture deal. <clears throat> now, but like, if he uh, if he bombs a solo, I'm pretty sure this guy's gone. Now, I think, I I personally think what's his name, uh, Glover, okay, Donald Glover is a perfect Billy D. Williams. Like, I think they casted him, and I think he's a perfect. Yeah, but is he gonna say I'm too old for this shit? Like every 20 minutes? No, no. But what I'm saying is, like, they casted him, and he looks like Lando. I think he, they nailed him, really good. Okay. Now, they, there was an interview with him, and he said, and they said, "What? Well, where do you get your inspiration from? How are you gonna take this role? Are you taking from what you saw, Billy D, or did you do kind of other? Because Billy D had this like swagger to him. You know what I mean? So it's Billy D. Williams, right, people. You can't, you can't just come in and. And copy Billy D's character, like, because Billy D is swag. You know what I mean? Back then, he's still right. swag to it's this Billy day. Williams. It's Billy D. Williams, right? So it'll be interesting to see how he portrays he he betrays him. Both of these with our references. Look, we we have references for days. References for days. All right. The last thing I want to talk to you guys about is uh, it's a little uh, public service announcement here. Uh, free weekend this weekend on PC. You can play Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. You can play Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition, and you can also play Ballistic Overkill. These are all free this weekend on the PC, so starting tomorrow till through Sunday, you can play these on the PC for free. And then, free weekend is Injustice 2, and also Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands on Xbox and PS, okay, on PlayStation. So you can play both of those games for free this weekend. So if you like any of those games, try them out. Maybe you're, you're looking for a game. Maybe Sea of Thieves is not what you thought. Maybe you don't like Fortnite. Maybe you're waiting for another game. Maybe you don't own a, a PlayStation. You're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll go back and play Wildlands on, on the Xbox. Whatever it is, these games are free this weekend to try out. And I believe while they're free to play for the weekend, I think they go on sale for like 50%, 40% off or something like that. So you can actually purchase it for half the price. Don't quote me on that. I think that's what they usually do. 
So that is it. That is the show. Episode 124 is in the can. Uh, make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow uh, me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Make sure you follow the show. There it is above us. Follow the show on Twitter at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Um, if you have any kind of news stories or anything, um, actually, before we before we send off, let me see, because Santos usually sends me stuff all the time, and I, I did look at some stuff. So let me make sure, because sometimes he, he gives me stories. He gives me stories, I already know about them, and then other times I don't know about them. So let me see here. Da, da, ba, da. Anybody can do this. Anybody can send uh, news stories to us. And I appreciate when you do because then it helps me find the actual stories. Yeah, so he sent me the the Grand Theft Auto one about the most profitable game. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then tomorrow uh, we find out what the future holds for the next Star Wars update. They're updating the next and they're they're releasing what is actually coming out for the next uh, free DLC for Star Wars Battlefront Two. So make sure you keep your eyes on Twitter for that, uh, and we'll talk about it next week. Uh, there is no stream after this tonight. Uh, I need to rest my voice. Uh, I might play some games, but I'm not going to be streaming and talking. You guys have a wonderful night. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you on the next one. Waiting for Sarge. What's going on? Oh, hi. <laughs> I, I, I muted myself. I'm, I'm, see I'm, you guys I'm, next week. <laughs> have a good week, guys. All right. Have a good one. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.